Ladies and gentlemen, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yes, help us, help us. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of the way I see it. If you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Luke, we're gonna have company! Loud noises! Hello. 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 Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> Come here, uh, my little friend. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I'm a Kendall Richardson. And I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's all right. I'm a Marco Lister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I was coming. <laughs> I've been holding on to that for about seven days. Oh, bravo, sir. Bravo. Thank you. Thank bravo. You. Um, you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, you are. You're experiencing it through the mediums of everything that we have so far. Mm, yes, so far. Everything that the current technology will let us do. Yes. 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 And Speaking of technologies, we are being interrupted by a Kendall, uh, by uh, by Fulia. Fulia, yes, Fulia, Fulia is not here, um, in physically that you can see her, but she she's going to be uh, interacting with us um, throughout the show because she wasn't feeling well, which is sad, and we we hope she gets better soon. She's doing a lot of chatting in the chat. She's doing a lot of chatting in the chat. All right, I can't see the chat, so Mike, tell us what what is the lovely Fulia saying. Well, first off, uh, I love the intro music uh, that she says during the intro music. Uh, Fred uh, commented back, I do too. Uh, Fulia has two crying emojis and laughing. Uh, I don't know what for. Uh, we all have tea. It's the tea. I have. It's the tea. I have mocha. I have Earl, <laughs> I have Earl Grey. Earl Grey. Earl Grey. And Sorry, I need to drink it. Uh, with, with a pinky. With a pinky. Pinky yes. up. Yep, and she also says, uh, wrong universe, Mike. I'm thinking that's uh, my singing. <laughs> I would say so. Yep. And, <laughs> and it's, all, it's all owned by Disney. And all these emojis of tongues sticking out and blowing a nose because she's got the sniffles. Sad face. That's all right. I'll do all the sniffing for you, Fulia. <laughs> if that's all right. If that's all right, you're going to reenact Fulia's sniffles on the air. Yes. Yes. Mmm. Mmm. Is that, is that good for the people at home? Is that good for the people at home? Mm. Oh, God. Yes. Well, welcome to the experience that is a podcast called Fred, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> um, I am going to start us off by reading out Fulia's weekly watchings. Yes. Um. She says, hello and apologies for not being able to join on this week's episode. Unfortunately, I have a cold and sound very congested in parentheses, not to mention the coughs. 
But I hope to be back next week. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Oh, please don't. That's what Fulia <laughs> says. Oh, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> wow. Could be a second um, delay here. Could, mm, could be. Um, this past week... I have been able to finish watching Ace Attorney, the anime, and now want to go and play the video game. Very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Let us know how that goes. Um, I also had the pleasure of watching the Moon Knight episode of Marvel Studios Assembled, and that just made me love the show even more. Me too, mm. Fulia. Me too. Same. Yeah. And I'm happy I got things right. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get right? Uh, there was a couple of things that... That um, I sort of speculated of how, of like um different aspects of the TV show and how it played out, and I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, that is good. I like being proven right. You're you're very good. You're very switched on to that stuff. Yeah. 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 Better than me sometimes. No. Um. No. At no. least you can like things. I yeah, can't I like. like th- I can't. Yeah, like but I get I get I get made fun of for liking everything. Oh, fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) And for the record, I don't like everything. Um, Let's see. Um, Made me love the show even more. Yes, yes, yes. I love how the actors who played Khonshu, Amit, and Tawaret had the chance to be in costume rather than the mocap. In parentheses, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, that's basically correct, I would say. They weren't wearing the the mocap suits with all the gadgets on them. Um, and that May Kalamawi had to follow around Antonia Salib to impersonate Tawaret for her scene when mm-hmm. she switches between Tawaret and Layla. Um, that was very, very cool. Um, wasn't the actress who played, like, Antonia Salib, she was just a pure ray of sunshine. Like, no wonder she was cast to play Tawaret because, damn, <laughs> she was just wholesome as hell. And um, I put all her mannerisms in, in the character as well. Yeah, like all the all, all the bubbly and the all the bubbly things with the hands and the just yeah, you know, yes. arms, everything she does, so cool. Um, Fulia goes on to say, and because I've been sick, I decided to revisit an animated film, The Nut Job. Nice. Uh, this time, I was able to pick up on Jeff Dunham's and Gabriel Iglesias' voices, and that in itself made me smile oh that's <laughs> nice i'm glad you got to smile watching it i didn't even know jeff and gabriel were in that movie i mean i haven't seen it myself but uh that's really cool i didn't know the nut job was good <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you enjoyed it for you that is a very very awesome roundup of your week thank you very much my dear um, Michael. Yes. I know you've been uh, watching a lot of things, strange things, maybe. Uh, spoiler alert! Uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> um, give us your weekly watchings, please. Yes, uh, I'll get I'll get into the Stranger Things uh, later on. But yes, yes I, I did watch the uh, Marvel Studios assemble with um, uh, Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the sort of character um, set up for uh, um, uh, Ethan Hawke's character, I actually quite like that they that they were talking about um, his motives and how how and how um, Ethan Hawke actually put a lot of uh, of his ideas because essentially it's sort of a new character that we haven't seen before. Yeah, and 
and how uh, and it was his idea for the the first scene of breaking the glass and putting him in the slippers and that in itself with no dialogue suck, sets up that uh, oh. bad guy so and, and it's unfortunate that he's no longer with us so yeah spoilers for the end of moon night i guess yeah <laughs> if you have it if you haven't watched it, you know. You, well, if you're, what if are you're you wa- doing? If you're watching slash listening to this podcast, you you have uh, definitely watched Moon Knight as well. I would say. Yeah. Yes. And um, Fulia says the nut job, uh, the nut, the nut job, is all right, not the best. Okay. That's what she says. Thank okay. You. I, yeah. It. I always get confused of that one and over the hedge. Because I think that, because uh, I think they came out at the same same time, and it just I, looks I, really familiar. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I feel like the the nut job came out a bit later, but I, yeah. yeah, I used to get over the hedge confused with something else as well. But I don't know. It's just animals escaping. It was like big for that. It yeah, like, maybe it was Madagascar. Yeah, it was like Madagascar and wild and all and all that. Yeah, wow. it's, it's just blurred into one, and it I haven't has, seen any of them. <laughs> I've seen Madagascar and I've seen Over the Hedge, but the only reason I've seen Over the Hedge is because when it came out on DVD, excuse me, um, I was still working at Kmart and during the hour uh, every shift where I'd have to cover the, the front door, yeah, um, it was on the TV that was near the door. So I've seen that movie, yeah, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> From start to finish. From start to finish, yes. Nice. Yes, nice. Anyway, continue, Michael. Yes. Uh, also, yes, uh, on Friday, a big dump was upon us of uh, nerdy crap. Uh, <laughs> we've got Obi-Wan, of course, coming out on the same day as The Stranger Things. Still going through that. That's a lot of content. Yep. The, the first seven uh, first seven chapters have been released, and the other two are being released later on in next month. Uh, and pretty much uh, an hour or so each, so seventy min- seventeen At least. minutes. Yeah. So just setting them up and knocking them off. And also, I've just been recording my sort of thoughts, so I'm trying not to binge it all, and just everything sort of blends in. Um, I, I'm I'm sort of doing like little videos, so maybe next week I'll start releasing them. Yes, please, that would be mm. great. It's my own non-scripted ramblings. <laughs> yes, feel free to take over the the, the mantle or uh, adopt it in some way because I am not using it. That's all right. Currently, um, yeah. So I've I've given myself like uh, roughly 15 minutes uh, of chatting. I might condense it. Uh, let's see what happens. It's just uh, been very busy and doing other stuff like my. I'm doing writing for a show that I'm in later on in the year and yes, and uh, also helping my my sister with her um, production of Puffs. Uh, we were just ah. brainstorming some stu- stuff about um, our not dementors, but maybe not dementors. <laughs> Copyright infringement dementors. Yes. What are they going to look like? <laughs> and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, at the moment, Stranger Things, uh, it's really enjoyable. 
The new characters I really like. Uh, um, mm, they've too. sort of slit. They've sort of slot them in very well. Uh, doesn't miss a beat, and they actually fit really well within the story. So there's no re- there's no real um, uh, fat to cut off, and all the stories are um, are enjoyable. Like I remember the first one is like I couldn't really care less about um, Jonathan, Nancy, and Steve in the first first season. It's like ah, it's teenagers, whatever. I don't watch Degrassi. I don't need that. You know, in the team drama. I don't need team drama, but I'm really enjoying the team drama now because because mm. I've seen these kids grow up and they started out being like younger sisters and brothers, and now now that I'm an old man with kids of him kids for himself, I see uh, definitely see uh, Eleven as my daughter, and my heart is breaking. Oh. <laughs> Because you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Uh, a little, a little bit. I have, I, I mean, at the end of episode three, not to spoil it, but yeah, you know, things have uh, changed a little bit. Yes. 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 Wait till four. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when I'm gonna watch no, number four. Hopefully on Tuesday. We'll see. Yeah, you probably need a day. Like after watching number four. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to need to sit on it for a bit? Depends. Okay. Oh, God. All and right. also, trigger warning for you, there are spiders. Yeah, I've, there's been some spiders already I've seen, and yeah, not not, not a fan. Um, We're not talking Aragog, you know. No, no. No acromantulas here. Um, no. Yeah, just CGI s- spiders that are spider size. Mm. Regu- yeah, no. But they're not real. Spoilers. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Anyway, yes. 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 So, how was your week of watching, Kindle? Yes, my week of watching. Let me get my little, my little black book. It's all right. I'll fill. Um, hi, everyone. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Comment below with your thoughts on on how do you like the show so far? Um, yeah, I've watched again. I watched a lot of stuff. Um, I went to the movies during the week and I watched an Australian film in the cinema, which I was, I was very happy to do because I don't watch many of them. It was a comedy called How to Please a Woman. Oh. Yeah. Um, it was great. Oh, that's good. It was really good. Written and directed by a woman or two different women, but it's, and then, you know, it's a female mate, like most of the cast is female. Like the main character's female, um, and uh, yeah, it's just a really great story about, like, just I don't know, being being comfortable in your skin and being comfortable in your sexuality and how you express that, and uh, and like kind of, you know, as it doesn't matter how old you are either, you can still find love, you can still have sex with people like you know you don't life doesn't end because you have to get a divorce or because you know xyz reasons like what? even if even if in your you're in your 50s you can still get some you can so, have sex with people you can have sex with people what a yeah. what a concept yeah who would have <laughs> thought um 50s no. the new 35 50s the new yeah yeah literally gosh 
Um, yeah, so it was, it was just a really beautiful movie, like just very sex positive, very life positive, love positive, um, with some great, um, some great Aussie, uh, you know, characters in there. It's set in Fremantle, so it was beautiful scenery everywhere, and yeah, I really, really liked it. I would, yeah. I would highly recommend people watch it. So, did you do the thing? It was like watching a, a an Australian based thing. It's like I know that I know that place. I've been there. <laughs> well, I've only been to Fremantle once, or maybe twice, but I and I don't really remember much of it. Um, yeah. It's just really pretty, just with like you know the beaches and the ocean and everything. Yeah, but it's it was nice. No, it's a good movie. Definitely, nice. definitely recommend people check that one out. Um, watch some more Avatar, which is going nicely. Bending some um, ears. Bending some ears. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, the Essex Serpent dropped another episode. Another another episode with Tom Hiddleston and Claire Danes. And my God, I'm getting flustered. Ooh. In the best possible way. It's really Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of ooh, uh, full uh, Kendall. Fully, I just uh, texted. Yes. Texted? No. Uh, commented. Commented. Uh, she says, man, I hope I don't have to wait until 50 to get some. <laughs> I'm with you, Fully. <laughs> we will be fine. Trust me. We'll be fine. It's always old, reliable. I have no, I have no doubt. Um, yes, I'm very much enjoying the Essex Serpent. It's very, very good. Um yeah, and then of course I of course I watched uh, Assembled: The Making of Moon Knight, which was just awesome. Um, I really love these behind the scenes episodes that they're doing. I'm, I I really hope they keep doing it like from now until you know forever, basically, because it's just so cool to see you know what the vibe is behind the scenes, what the what the people who make you know the the shows what they're what they're like and what their ideas were and how things go from one to the other you know what was really fascinating to me um this thing where where um oscar isaac said um (laughs) he said that apparently originally mark was gonna wear the mr knight suit yeah that was Um, interesting very interesting, but I suppose it makes sense considering in you know when they started working on the show, like the fact that Stephen was English was totally Oscar's idea. Yeah. Um. So it makes sense that it would just evolve to like have the English personality, have the English alter wear the Mister Knight suit and look all dapper and stuff, as opposed to um the Moon Knight suit. But that would have been really interesting. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad they changed it. Um, I will say, but I'm, but I, I think that's very fascinating. To yeah, because I think in the comics, the um, persona of uh, Mister Knight and Moon Knight are actually different alters as well. So essentially, there's like six or seven. Uh, there's like multiple alters in the in the comics. Oh yeah, and they're all different, inclu- including including uh, suiting up. So it's kind of, it's kind of good that they um, decided to you know it's just Mark being Moon Knight and. And uh, Steve being uh, Mr. Moon Knight. Mr. Knight, yes. Mr. Yeah. Knight Moon. Yeah, yeah. It made yeah it made a world of sense by the end. But um, but yeah. Um, no, it was it was really really cool. And I just and I loved seeing all the different like, um, you know, panels from the comics, 
um, that they showed throughout the episode. Uh, and just some of them were just so beautiful. Um, like there was this one panel or it was like a cover of a book and it had like the three, it had like Mark, Stephen and Jake on this like mound of mountain of sand or something with like, you know, Moon Knight or Conchu at the top or something, but it just looked really, really beautiful. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. And then in the end credits, when they were, the show was wrapping up, they had, they had panels alongside the the footage from the show and I and like and matching it up and stuff. I just thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a great, it's a great show. It just seems like such a, you know, it, the whole thing was such a collaborative process between the actors and the, the crew and the directors and the writers and stuff. Um, so yeah, so I, I absolutely loved it. Ate it all up. Uh, and then, yeah, and then, of course, Strange Things. Uh, I've seen the first three episodes because, my God, yes, no time <laughs> to sit down for, for that. Um, I was planning on watching two episodes on Friday, but as by the time I finished episode one, I was like, and I'm falling asleep, so let's not do that. Uh, but I'm loving it. Same to you, Mike. I'm really enjoying it. Especially the new, the new characters they've introduced are really awesome. Um, and I'm really starting to see why, you know, the show was marketed in these four different kind of parts. Cause you really have our characters, they're all split up. Um, and, uh, yeah. And so you've got all these different, like plot lines running through that, you know, go through with the A plot or they have their own thing or whatever going on and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really, really good. And just certain things are frustrating me, but just not in terms of the show itself, just certain characters. Um, well, one character in particular is pissing me off cause you know, he's being an idiot. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. Um, I wonder if you can guess who I'm talking about. Probably not. Um, it could be a m- multiple ones. Could be multiple ones. Yes. But, no. I'm trying to He's think. Jonathan? No. 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 Mike? No. Will? No. It's Lucas. Lucas is annoying me. Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was I, something along those lines. Yeah, I don't... Nah. He's annoying me. Um, I mean, it's, it's good storytelling. It's good tension building and all that. But I'm just like, nah. I don't like that trope. I hate that trope. Pisses me off. Um, but anyway, it's good. And um, Vecna is fucking terrifying. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. I He's love it. I good. Love it. He's fucking, fucking fantastic. And yeah, Fulia, you would not be okay with this. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's very, very horror, horror, horror centric. I mean, it's always been that way, but the, he, the villain this season is even more so than usual. And yeah. it's... It's amazing. And I love um, all the Easter eggs for Nightmare on Elm Street. Dude, I was going to I was going to talk to you so about there it. For that. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about it off air actually, but it's very uh, cool. We, we can talk later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll discuss later. But yeah, Stranger Things amazing. And then the other thing, of course, we we are talking about later, so no need to bring that up just now. So yeah, so that's that's my weekly uh, weekly watchings. Yes. Yes, been a good one. Been a very good one. Okay, with that done, it is now time, of course, to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. Hey, 
This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Nerdy news time, ladies and gentlemen, and unfortunately we have to start the news off by getting a little sad for a second, um, because out of the blue, as these things often do tend to happen, um, the incredibly talented Ray Liotta passed away this week at the age of 67. Um, Completely and suddenly, it seems, uh, he was filming um, uh, an upcoming feature and uh, just yeah um very very tragically passed um he is just a a super iconic actor known really for playing just gangsters mostly um mob mob kind of bosses and and cronies and things of that nature very good at playing bad guys um as well um he just you know had such a presence um, on screen. I really, really, really need to watch Goodfellas. Like, I really need to. I haven't seen it. Shame on me, I know. Um, but uh, apparently he's absolutely phenomenal in that film. It's the, you know, it's at the top of his IMDb. It's what he's most known for. So, um, yeah. And you know, gaming fans will know him um, from GTA Vice City, um, where he voiced, if I can find it, um, where is it? Da, 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 da. Uh, yeah, Tommy Vassetti uh, in Vice City. Um, my brother was a big a big player of that game when that came out, and uh, he made he posted a tribute to to Ray on his social media, which I thought was really sweet. Um, I pretty much know Ray from. Um, of all films, Wild Hogs, <laughs> um, <laughs> which you know a lot of people don't write home about that one but i i think it's very enjoyable just because it's you know it's tim allen and martin lawrence william h macy and i've forgotten the fourth guy or is it just the oh john travolta john travolta john travolta oh my god Uh, they're you know they were you know bikies when they were younger and they resurrect the bike gang and uh and cause some trouble and um ray liotta plays this bikey gang leader who kind of has it out for them yeah. um, so he's he's he does a very great job in that uh, and then most recently I saw him in he was in Marriage Story as well in 2019 which is again a fantastic movie um, yeah so just very very sad and very sudden to see him leave this world but um, he leaves behind an incredible um, legacy uh, in film just phenomenal work from him so he will be missed by many I'm sure um, Mike, did you have any any thoughts on the passing of uh, Ray Liotta? Yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, yeah, not not a big name star, but he was um, influential mm. in in everything that he's been and done. Uh, I mean, yeah, prominent person on Goodfellas. I mean, and it was like his sort of breakout role because you know everyone around him in the cast and also Martin Corsese. It's just a huge thing to do. And he, he was there. He was the ma- main guy. And it sort of set him up for life of doing, like, mobs- uh, mobster stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I think he just loved it. And, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he died peacefully in his sleep. He was on, on a movie. He was doing a movie. 
Yeah. And um, yeah, he was just not responsive. And then who knows? Who knows what happened? But mm. unfortunately, we still we, we we've got all these uh, movies to remember him by, including the one that I uh, I watched not too long ago. Uh, uh, Huey um, Halloween. Oh, was he in Huey Halloween? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I just don't... I blocked that movie out of my memory, didn't I? The best movie, the best Halloween movie oh, I've ever okay. seen. Michael Lister does not speak for... Uh... For Fred. I, <laughs> for I speak Fred. for Fred. I own Fred. I put money in Fred. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's the Fred movie of the year. Well, he doesn't speak for me. And, um... and he'll be sorely missed. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> but of course, well, one of his bit, uh, he was uh, he was actually in um, uh, the Many Saints of Newark, so mm. so yeah, unfortunately, went out like a star. Yeah, doing yeah. what he loved. Yeah, yeah, that's all we can hope for in this world. Yes, yeah, so he will he will definitely be missed. That's for sure. Um, all right. Let's lift up the mood a bit now because we have some really cool stuff to talk about. Let's have um, a celebration. Let's have a celebration. Come on. Come on. Come on. Star Wars Celebration uh, is happening right now. Um, at the time of recording, I think they're about to enter the last day. I'm fairly certain. Um, so there might be an announcement or two we miss, but I feel like all the main big, big, big stuff has already happened. Um, so I'm basically just going to go through and recap some of the major stuff that was announced this week. Um, and then we've got things to talk about later on in the show as we go along. So um, first thing, Mandalorian season three, uh, they showed a trailer for it at the celebration so they did it was very much a excuse me a comic-con sort of situation where they really only showed they sh they sh released some stuff to us the public but they there was some gems that they uh they kept um just for people in the room which is kind of cool kept it um, for the vips the vips mandalorian season three was one of those things they actually had a trailer for that which they showed that uh, the reaction was very very positive um we're going back to Mandalore. That's happening, uh, of course. Very exciting to see that. The uh, cool thing for us, though, is that even though we don't have an exact date yet, we know what month to expect Season 3 to drop now. And unfortunately, we have to wait a little bit longer than we thought because uh, it's not coming out until February 2023. Um, so, yeah, very exciting stuff. Um, Mike, uh, thoughts on Mandalorian Season 3 news? Coming out on my birthday. My birthday month. Your birthday month, yes. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Up for that. Uh, yeah, back to Mandalore. Um, Grogu is with him. So oh, yeah. Coming coming off uh, Book of Boba Fett. And uh, yeah, so looking forward to this. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, it wasn't going to be at the end of the year, but that's all right. It's okay, we wait. Uh, we can wait. We can happily wait. Yep. We are patient. <laughs> yes, we are Star Wars fans. We are very patient. <laughs> wow, well, I'm, I'm not a fan. I just like watching it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know the backstory at all. I just know bits and pieces. You just know bits and pieces. Not I'm not much. a big fan of melodramas. 
space operas. Yeah, not for me. Not for you. <laughs> but anyway, what yes. else is not for me, Kendall? What else? <laughs> well, this was quite interesting because I had no idea um, that this was actually coming, but uh, it's very, very exciting. So uh, one of the new shows that was announced um, at Star Wars Celebration was uh, a show called Star Wars Skeleton Crew, um, which is actually going to be helmed by John Watts. Um, what? 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 What you say? He cancelled um, his Fantastic Four to do something else. Yeah, interesting, right? <laughs> and Feige um, was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, we may uh, have to find someone else. Yeah, it's a bit uh, interesting um, to hear, but um, but yeah, uh, basically John Watts is. You know, even though he said he was taking a break from uh, superhero fair, not that Star Wars is a superhero fair, but you know, it's not a million miles away. Um, Blockbuster, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So John Watts is uh, signed on to direct this show, Skeleton Crew, Um, is coming in 2023, so next year. We don't have to wait too long for it. And Jude Law, as I mentioned, is going to be the star of the show. So Jude Law is going to be in Star Wars now, which is uh, really, really cool. Uh, apparently the show, though, is going to be um, focusing on a group of kids um, who are about 10 or so years old, um, and they uh, they get lost in the Star Wars universe. That's uh, that's what the quote is. Um, it's a, it's um, It stars four kids, but it's not a kid's show, apparently. So it's very much Star Wars in tone as far as, like, you know, all the other Star Wars um, live-action stuff goes, but it's just going to be focusing on kids. So maybe it'll be the stranger things of, <laughs> of the Star A lot of people have said universe. that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but please don't. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to do that. That's yeah. fine. We and essentially, you've already, had, you've already got a Star Wars um, kids-led thing that they got lost on the moons of Endor. Yeah. Caravan of Garbage. <laughs> Caravan of garbage. Ah, uh, fantastic. But yeah, I'm I'm keen. I'm keen for this. I yeah, new I'm always keen for new Star Wars content, so um and really curious to see what kind of character Jude Law is going to play. They haven't really said anything else about this show. Um so yeah, who who knows? Um Mike, do you have any, any thoughts, any insights on Skeleton Crew? Uh not really. Uh Jude Law, is he gonna keep his British accent? Again, he will. <laughs> he totally will. <laughs> Not very versatile, is he? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> My name's not Willis. How dare you? How dare you? I say my name every time on the podcast. I can't believe you've forgotten. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just hooked on a feeling. What can I say? Do do do. Ooga chaga, ooga 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 chaga. Anyway, um, I'll move on to the next item then, shall I? Yes. Yes. So, uh, also one of the perks of being at Star Wars Celebration this year was the fact that uh, the recently gone into production series Ahsoka um, showed its first footage, uh, which was really really cool. So, um, apparently, the footage 
teases and shows us um, some characters uh, that uh, I think people were expecting to see in the show, previously announced characters. So we've got, apparently they got a look at um, Sabine Wren and Harrison Duller and the droid Chopper, which is really cool. Uh, And a tease at a potential uh, live action version of Ezra Bridger, uh, which had had a lot of people very excited. Uh, So, yeah, so that's, that's really cool. I'm, I, I'm wondering if I should try and watch Clone Wars and Rebels before Ahsoka comes out because uh, Ahsoka's not coming out till next year. They also said uh, 2023, but we don't have a month window for that uh, at this stage. They just said it's next year, so um, I've got plenty of time yeah. to watch to watch Clone Wars and Rebels if I want. So I think do Rebels first because yeah. I think I think even though um, it's set after or but it'll, yeah. it'll tie in more to Ahsoka. What you mean? Yeah, 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 and where where the characters are. Because mm-hmm. I think this takes place after um, Rebels, and yeah. essentially, uh, ooh, what's his name? Showrunner Filoni. Filoni, yes, uh, was the person who's also in charge of the Ahsoka series as well. Yes, because mm-hmm. Ahsoka is his baby, and yeah, <laughs> and so so I'm guessing that's like a continuation of where these characters are and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's there's a character that's usually there that is not there, so yeah, I think it's a future <laughs> future thing. Okay. Yeah. So no, not to spoil it for for people who are about to watch um, Rebels, such as Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. So I would suggest uh, watch Rebels first. Watch Rebels. Okay. Cool. Thank it's you. It's an easy easy digest thing. Yeah, it's only four seasons. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the first season and the last season are like 13 episodes. So okay. it's, a, it's an e- easy watch. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And Chopper um, is voiced by Dave Filoni himself. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love, love those little cameos. Yeah, any any extra thoughts on Ahsoka um, while we're here, Mike? Are you good? We're getting a general Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn is happening, um, yeah. which I can't wait to see. That'll be awesome. Bring yeah. him in. Bring him in. <laughs> bring him in. Get him in there. Get him in there. Get it um, up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stick it on your bench. Um, all right. Next bit of news. Um, there's some animated stuff coming, which is is really cool. Um, there's going to be a Lego um, uh, movie sort of special. Um, or maybe it's a holiday special, I think, that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and it's called uh, Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. I thought the poster was really, really cute because it's like a beach um, and there's a, a Death Star that's painted like a like a beach ball. Um, <laughs> that's really, really cool. Uh, apparently, the summer vacation takes place after uh, the events of Star Wars Episode Nine, 
Rise of Skywalker, and sees Rose, Rey, Finn, Poe, and Chewbacca taking a vacation after defeating Emperor Palpatine. They'll discover throughout the special that a number of other Star Wars characters in history have also tried to take vacations, which hasn't always gone well for them. And of course, there'll be a couple of musical numbers. Um, (laughs) So, very, very, very cool, and you'll like this... um, Mike, uh, Weird Al Yankovic is going to be in it. Oh, um, he's going to be voicing a. It's more probably more of a cameo role, but he's uh, going to be voicing a character named Vic Vanco. Um, I don't know if that's a reference to anything, but there you go. Well, Vic. Um, yeah, Vic An- yeah, Yankovic. It's probably an yeah. anagram. Yeah, it might be, because Vanco kind of sounds like Yanko, so that's kind of. Yeah, that's probably what that is. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's that looks super cute and fun. And then the other animated series has me even more excited because uh, this one is called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. And it's going to be an anthology series. Uh, ten episodes. The first five episodes will focus on Ahsoka. Uh, and then the second lot of episodes uh, is going to focus on Count Dooku. Um, oh. Which is, yeah, really, really interesting. And it will feature the official return of Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. Uh, he's going to be voicing Qui-Gon in the, uh, this animated series. Uh, his character is going to be involved in the Count Dooku um, run of episodes as part of this show. And apparently Liam's son, uh, Michael, will be voicing a younger version of Qui-Gon in it as well which i thought was really really cool oh yeah um yeah so yeah apparently um ahsoka's episodes are going to focus like a pretty much across her life broadly but we'll give glimpses of her childhood days um her time spent with anakin skywalker during the clone wars and facing an inquisitor after order 66 um count dooku's episodes will have a similar format and will focus on a different part of his life as a Jedi before he turned to the dark side. Um, so that's really cool. Um, I think this is going to be awesome. I, I, I'm going to assume they're going to do it in a similar animation style to Rebels and Clone Wars, but they had, I don't think they showed any images for it just yet. Um, but, um, but yeah, apparently it's lifted from a comic, a dark horse comic book series. Okay. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, Mike, any thoughts on the animated content? Oh, that'll be ch- co- check it out. Yeah, that'll be cool. Make, make cer- certain bits canon because you can cross with uh, the comics as well. Uh, like there's a lot of stuff from the comics that's pro- possibly going to be in uh, Kenobi. So mm. like uh, 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 things that happen with Owen and and all that. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, but we'll get into it later. Uh, yeah, uh, Fulia also te- uh, text, text, commented, commented, commented. She texted, she texted in. Uh, yes, more Lego Star Wars animated stuff with an exclamation mark. Mm-hmm. F- yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> but more weird out. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool because. He did Yoda for the original trilogy. He did Star Wars Saga, which is basically the retelling of uh, Phantom Menace 
in American Pie. And he hasn't done anything for the new sequel series. So okay. maybe he'll do something like that. Cause yeah, that'd big, be cool. Yeah, because he's a big fan of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's it's full circle right there. It's full circle. And, yeah. And Liam's, Liam Neeson coming back in more than, more ways than one. Yep. Because he's so cameoing in oh, Kenobi. Dude. Yeah, come on. They're literally setting it up. They're literally saying, this is a preview of Qui-Gon Jinn. He's coming. It's, he's going to be the last thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to they're gonna make us wait for that. We've got four more episodes, so. Yeah. De-aged as well. A little bit. Yeah, not probably. much. Not much, but a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, lastly, uh, uh, as part of our Star Wars Celebration roundup, uh, I wanted to give some gaming news because um, we had a pretty cool... Like, there were a few, a couple of gaming announcements, but the main one I wanted to talk about was um, the sequel game to Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor. Mm. Um, was announced uh, with a uh, little story trailer that they dropped, a teaser trailer, uh, and they've said they're aiming to release it next year, which is really cool. So fingers crossed they can they can keep to that release date. Um, but yeah, this this had a lot of people very excited because uh, uh, Fallen Order was um, it was huge. Ma- it was massive. Yeah, it was probably one of the biggest Star Wars games ever made. Um, you know, if not, not one of the biggest and, uh, yeah, yeah. So it just, just the fact that we're getting a sequel is very, very exciting. And, um, yeah, Cal Kestis is back. Um, apparently it's, he's still on the run from the empire. Um, so it's very much continuing on. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's no, there was no, not really any plot in that because I watched the teasers because I was like, oh, maybe it'll give me an insight into what the hell. No, no, there's no story <laughs> in this. It's just a glimpse. It's just a glimpse. It's just pictures just flashing before me. Yes. Don't make sense. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. No. Um, yeah, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. It looks it looks amazing. Like It mm. looks like they've just improved in every way. Not that they needed to, but uh, just on the way it looks, um, it's... Absolutely fantastic. And I'm blanking on the name of the goddamn actor who plays Cal Kestis. Um, he was in Shameless and Gotham. He's so talented. I can't he plays Joker. He played Joker. He played Joker in well, like not five, the five, five different versions of Joker. but not Yeah, even they couldn't call Joker. him Joker because... You know, no. Couldn't use the name. Uh, no, they, they couldn't. Oh, Cameron Monaghan. There it is. I, there I we found go. it. Yeah, and Cameron Monaghan. Yep, and Fulia has has uh, commented. Yes. Uh, I still need to play through Fallen Order. It's in my backlog. Yes, so do I. I it, it would be of something that. It. Yeah, it would be something that I'd be really into. But you know, money and money and time. Yeah, and finding time to, yeah. to play it because <laughs> it's a little bit a little bit more to do than just sitting down and watching stuff. Yeah. Because I want to be enthralled into the in the in the story and the and the stylings, yeah. So when this comes out, hopefully there's going to be a bundle, so I can. Yeah, that'd be cool. If they package them together. Yeah. Be nice. Pro- probably be fucking like a hundred bucks, but 
<laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah, and on top of getting a new PlayStation. <laughs> if it's on PC, I'll, I'll be right. I've got a PC that, that does that shit. So. Oh, good. Uh, I'm happy to do that. Cool. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, well, that's that's the Star Wars roundup. Um, and we've got one more thing in the news I wanted to touch on before we move out. Um, Star Wars adjacent, though, because it's uh, it's involving the one and only J.J. Abrams. Who? Um, you mean who? Oh, oh sorry. Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> Jar Jar Abrams. My God. Um <laughs> Fair enough. J.J. Um, <laughs> Abrams uh, and his production company, Bad Robot, are uh, working on a reboot, a live-action series reboot on Apple TV Plus of Speed Racer. Do, 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 um, do, 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 do. Yes. So, yeah. So, that's that's cool. I mean, when I was a kid, I remember really enjoying the original Speed Racer cartoon um, it was a lot of fun. I never saw the film that the Wachowskis did in the late noughties, but apparently it wasn't great. Um, so, yeah. But there are fans of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's been around for like 50, 60 years, this show. So, um, it's a, yeah, it's a no-brainer that they would try and bring it back again because it's a really cool concept and, you know, if you do it in a certain way, it could look really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but apparently... Um, the uh, the writer uh, co co writer of this Hiram Martinez, um, who also worked on the Snowpiercer series on Netflix, um, he's going to be show running this. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently they were very impressed with his pitch. Um, he has a very very quote unquote exciting take um, on on Speed Racer. So that's that's really cool. So hopefully it pays off. Uh, but I suppose it won't be uh, it won't be in production or you know on Apple TV Plus for at least a year or two. But uh, but yeah, it's good to see it's in the work. It's part, apparently, it's part of JJ's massive deal he made with Warner Media um, a, uh, a couple of years ago. It's a five year deal um, that he made, and uh, yeah, apparently he's still he he's uh, he's going to be helming that the that Hot Wheels live action movie that's coming. Um, so that's interesting. Um, and maybe the portal, I think the portal movie, I think he's working on that too. So yeah. So JJ's a very busy man. So hopefully this is a, this is a good one. Um, yeah, I don't have too much else to say, but I just hope it's good. Mike, um, what are your thoughts on this? Does this interest you at all? Not really. Him and his mystery boxes. Um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I haven't got Apple uh, stuff, so it'll probably be an age since to have a... But I'll have a look at a trailer. I mean, yeah, I know of Speed Racer, but I'm, I wouldn't say a huge fan. Uh, it, it was just like... <laughs> it was anime before it was anime. It was... It's, I would just remember it being weirdly dubbed in English and... And not yeah. really much editing. They're just added a lot. He's still talking. It's all right. Just add a couple of sounds. It's like, ooh, it's my father. Aha. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. 
One or two, do a couple of them, just throw it in. I don't know, maybe. Uh, Fully just uh, commented, we stand Jaja and and laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, love love for Jar Jar. Yeah, the the evil Sith that he is. I love that theory so much. I think it's fantastic. Uh, it's not true, but I think it's amazing. How do you know? There's no way it's true. Mm, weirder stuff has happened. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yep. Um, all right, Jar Jar well, cameo in the in the Kenobi series. Oh my god! Could you imagine if <laughs> if they found a way to make Jar Jar Binks badass or cool or like integral in some way? That'd be insane. He is integral. He gave the power to Palpatine. Yeah, I know he's integral in that way, but you know what I mean, like. To the point where people actually, you know, the, the Star Wars fans like him again. Nor, or like him, period, because, you know, they generally don't like him. Um, uh, I mean, he, he did kind of fuck up, I suppose, so yeah. I, re- I, reckon, I reckon there's enough time to make a redemption. I mean, we got to like Ugly Sonic again. So. Yeah, so anything's possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Jesus Christ. Um, cool. All right. Uh, that's nerdy news done. Ta. Done. Dog. Z- okay. Dinner. Yep. Cool. Well said. All right, it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Trailer park time. We're here amongst the tumbleweeds. Um, but Ow. what we... <laughs> Spiky. Spiky tumbleweed. But what we do have here hidden is just some gems. <laughs> some f- fucking gems. Um... Good trailer park this week. Let's just get into it. Starting with, of course, uh, the second trailer for Thor, Love and Thunder. Da 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 da. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I was not expecting a second trailer so soon. I thought they were going to push it into June, maybe. Um, when the tickets go on sale, because I imagine they'll be going on sale very soon. Um, so keep an eye on your messages, Michael and Fulia. Um, <laughs> Why so, is that? Ah. Um, yes. So this was a, this was a cool trailer. Uh, they showed, you know, mostly new footage, but there's a couple of shots from the, from the first trailer that we got as well. Um, sort of a, more of a story trailer, but even still not really, like it didn't really show us anything we didn't already know to be Mm. honest um like obviously we know this is thor you know he's kind of you know he's fixing himself after endgame and you know trying to you know find his place in the universe and 
going on a bit of a journey and uh, and then, you know, and then somehow Jane Foster comes back. And then, of course, Gore the God Butcher is like, I want to kill all the gods. No more gods. Jane? Um, <laughs> Jane? Um, so, yeah, it didn't really, didn't really show anything we didn't already know, but it, it showed us some cool things we hadn't seen yet. Um, speaking of Gore the God Butcher, we finally got our first look at Christian Bale. As that character, as the villain of this film, and uh, yeah, it looks awesome. Um, it looks really awesome. I'm really concerned though that he's gonna be phoning it in, <laughs> even though it's Christian Bale and I, he goes ham every time. But he just the dialogue we got from him in this trailer and just the general vibe. It didn't, apart from the aesthetic, like visually, it didn't feel fresh or new or exciting. Like, I feel like he's going to be the least interesting thing about this movie. Unless there is, like, a super cool story intertwined that we don't know about yet. Like, hidden beneath the layers. So, I, at the surface value, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to love it, I know. But uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm concerned a little bit about his character. So, hopefully, it's good. Um, speaking of visually, I was blown away by the visuals in this trailer there are so many cool shots i mean one of the one of the best things i think everyone can agree on whether or not you like ragnarok or not you can you cannot deny that it is visually stunning um taika has such an eye as does his crew um for just really bringing almost i don't know pieces of art to life you know, just these beautiful silhouettes and use of color and framing is just so nice. And I really like this kind of sort of black and white, almost Sin City sort mm-hmm. of aesthetic um, during some scenes with uh, with Gore the God Butcher, uh, and how only like certain elements were actually still colored, and pretty much everything else is like grays and and blacks and whites. I thought that was really really cool. Um, yeah, so I'm in love with the visuals. And then, yeah, it was really nice to see more of Jane Foster, more of Natalie Portman in this. Jane? Jane. Um, that helmet was a lot. <laughs> I'm, like, so happy to see Thor back in a helmet, I will say. But it it consumed his face. I, was, I just couldn't... Like, his eyes are bare. Like, I'm like, can, can Hemsworth see in that thing? Like, it just... I don't know. It just looked a bit full on. It looked... I mean, I'm sure, again, when I'm watching the movie, it'll be fine. But uh, my first impression was like, oh, God, that's, that's an intense helmet. Um, but that's fine. I just guess we're not used to seeing him in a helmet, are we? Has been a long time since mm. we've, we've seen that. Um, but, but yeah, uh, I like the kind of reference to the blip we got in this trailer. Because, um, yeah, clearly Jane was blipped um, when she's talking about... Uh, how long it's been since she's seen Thor and you know she's like three or four years and then Thor's like oh actually it's been eight years and this many months and this many days and I'm like somebody got blipped Um, so I thought that was really clever Um, and then I just of course will finish by saying I love the fact that uh, in that beautiful random and hilarious shot of Thor completely starkers um, we found out he actually has a Loki tattoo on his back is it Loki's helmet is tattooed on his back really big and, and between the two horns at the top it says R.I.P. Loki and I was like yeah that's my man um he's it dead got, it got Loki's helmet on his 
on his bag. Yeah, you you didn't you haven't seen the the screenshot. Oh, oh yeah, his headdress. Yeah. Yeah, the horns. I thought he meant his helmet. Yeah, well, it is his helmet. The horns. I was making a dick joke. Oh. Mm. Over the head, sorry. <laughs> Over the head dick joke. Okay. Over the head dick joke, my bad. Um, but anyway, that ha- that made me very excited. So, yeah, you know, it looks amazing, fantastic. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Fulia has a quick comment. Um which which is which is something I didn't mention, um, which is cool. She just says uh, the Korg narration, love it. Hmm. Um, tongue poke out, kind of smiley face thing. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, the Korg narration, absolutely fantastic. Um, I I thought that was nice when he's like, you know, after Thor saved Earth for the five hundredth time, <laughs> or whatever he says. I just thought that was very amusing. Um, yeah. Yeah, good shit. Uh, Mike, your thoughts on on this trailer, please. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, yeah, it was sort of out of nowhere. It was sort of, well, I'm guessing they're ramping up to for it to be released. So no doubt sure we're probably are. going to get a third trailer. Probably. Mm, probably maybe. at the end of June, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. So. And I think there's a lot of misdirection in this, maybe. Because it looks... Like, even with Thor having the weird helmet, he looks a little bit out of place of where he's supposed to be. So... And, I don't know, maybe maybe they'll do something... Uh, a joke about the helmet that where he changes into, like, the new gold and, gold and blue suit. And it's like, mm. you know what? I don't need the helmet. <laughs> Like like they did in the original Thor movies. They got rid of his helmet because it looks stupid. It doesn't look stupid. It looks cool. No, it doesn't. It's a helmet that's got feathers. It's got wings what? on it. What's wrong with that? Uh, I think you find Barry Allen doesn't really have wings on his, <laughs> on his helmet anymore. So? Or, even, or even on his ankles, you know, the, the god of speed. That's DC. Same thing. It, <laughs> it looks silly. Okay. Even for a even I for a Taika, so. even for a Taika film, <laughs> that it it's just one step too far of being okay. way too silly. So, <laughs> I'm guessing they'll probably do a joke about that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It's like he changes into his suit, and it's like yeah, I don't need the helmet, and just chucks it <laughs> over his shoulder. Um, yeah, the 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 Korg narration, I kind of dig it, you know, uh, Korg being played by Taika and him being the director as well. So he's t- he's telling the story of this particular thing in this meta. <laughs> it's all meta. It's all meta. It's all and, meta. And I kind of like the uh, the uh, uh, Christian Bale of it. it he he, he kind of, yeah, sure, he kind of looks out of place, but there's probably a reason for that. And his character is sort of um, sucking the life out of his surroundings. Probably that's why he's all in Seaburton. Mm-hmm. And even in that sort of battle between him and Valkyrie, the, the only thing that was uh, littered up was Zeus's um, thunderbolt. Mm. And so I'm guessing that's probably 
his fighting style he's just like sucking the life out of, out of things because he's a character that's that's um as a vendetta against all gods so and uh we get to see zeus for the first time yeah his face yeah yep russell crowe russell crowe doing a greek accent you go russell you fighting do- around the world <laughs> <laughs> or should i say flicking around the world you flick too hard damn it <laughs> yeah that was funny and what was what was Chris Hemsworth thinking? Doing what? What the hell was that? What? You know when you're going. When does he do that? He does that in this in this trailer. He goes. Yeah. He, make, he makes a stupid sound. I I understand that. Where does he make the stupid sound? In the trailer. Where in the trailer? <sighs> Do I have to look it up? <laughs> That's it. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, I need to know what you're talking about. So, oh, yeah. So okay. I can agree or disagree. Yeah, so uh, all said and done, I really enjoy this trailer. Good. Uh, I like the first one probably more. Yeah, me too. <laughs> he does his best uh, he does his best alone. You're just trying to scare me. Adrian! Adrian! Yeah. yeah. So Zeus is probably not going to last long. I don't think so. Yeah. I know. Zeus uh, is dying. Dying? Oh, yeah. Killed. Or being absorbed. I'm dying! No. Beheaded. I'm... Head of Zeus. <laughs> Nice. Yes. Yes. Nice. Nice. And Valkyrie gets a Thunderbolt. Yeah. Hopefully we get to see um, uh, Hercules in this as well. Because he's a Marvel character as well. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, that would be be great. I have a friend of mine who would lose his fucking mind if they did that. So, fingers crossed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, it's Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules. And played by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. And that Hercules uh movie would be canon. Nah, get bring back Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> nah, he's a nut. Yeah, I know he's a nut. I'm so I'm so annoyed about it. <laughs> Are you disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? Yes, well, um, here in Australia, Thor Love and Thunder is going to be releasing in cinemas on the 6th of July. Thunder. Da, 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 da. They made they missed an opportunity to put Thunderstruck in this, but I suppose they're like, oh, ACDC is Iron Man's thing. But Iron Man's dead, so I don't know. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 10 years it's been a long time um it's been three fucking years man jesus christ yeah but right. you know we went through covid so fucking 10 years thank you it's been <laughs> yeah yeah true all right second second trailer second trailer um 
has come out of Star Wars Celebration. It's the one big thing I didn't mention because we're mentioning it here. Uh, our first look, our first trailer for Andor. Um, this is the Star Wars series um, focusing on Diego Luna's Cassian Andor um, character from Rogue One. Uh, obviously, this is a prequel to Rogue One. No shit. Why is that, Kendall? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Would you like a big hug? Like oh, big... look at that mushroom cloud. Mm, <laughs> look at that giant pulsating wave thing that's going to obliterate us. <laughs> yeah, that was intense. Um, <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, Fully Edge just said, the pandemic was our blip. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Touche, I'll take that. I'll start, we'll start calling it the blip, shall we? COVID <laughs> is Thanos. Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, yes, Andor, first look. Very cool. I, I thought it was very amusing for a show that calls itself Andor, um, and he's barely in this trailer. I thought that was very interesting. Um, so, more... Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I find it strange that it feels like more of an ensemble show than it does like a Mandalorian style show where the Mandalorian is the main character and you're following him. Like this kind of feels like it's going to be weaving in and out and around the, the rebellion, um, you know? So yeah, which is, which is fine. Um, like I'm really keen to learn more about this time period between episodes three and four and, um, excuse me, exactly what was going on in terms of Palpatine ruling, um, so that'd, that'd be really cool to dive into. Um, you know, got a glimpse of Mon Mothma again, um, in this, which is cool cause she was in Rogue One as well. Um, so really, really keen. Early, early Mon. Early Mon, young Mon Mothma, um, in this. So yeah, I'm keen for that. Still in Skarsgård's in this as well. Um. Daddy Skarsgård. <laughs> Daddy Skarsgård. Uh, yeah, very cool to see him in this as well. But uh, yeah, it looks, it just looks really, really good. Like, I'm really impressed with, mm. the, with how, like, the scope of it. Like, the scope is pretty cool. Um, they've also said at Star Wars Celebration that this is the first of the Star Wars shows to not really rely so much on the stagecraft thing that they have, which is, you know, where they shoot basically everything on green screen, um, Oh, the I mean, void, yeah, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I think it's I think it's called stagecraft. I think that's the actual name of the oh, okay. the, okay. the the thing they use to film, um, like the Mandalorian and Boba Fett and Obi Wan. Um, this show apparently is not going to rely so much on that, which I find really cool. We're also going to be visiting a lot of new worlds that aren't Tatooine in this, which is nice <laughs> because I mean I love Tatooine; it's where it all began. But goddamn. <laughs> I never fucking do it. And too much desert. Um, <laughs> too much said. dune. <laughs> <laughs> too much dune. Can never be enough dune. Not enough dune. Not enough dune. Uh, yeah. So, but it just yeah. So it just it just looks really good. I think there was a brief shot of like clone troopers in this as well, which was which was cool. Um, and a shot of the you know the Senate, the Galactic Senate, from the prequels. Uh, they're bringing that back. Um, yeah, and Fiona Shaw. I don't think I knew Fiona Shaw was in this, and that makes me very happy. 
because she's amazing in everything she does. So oh, yeah, um, name three. Uh, Killing Eve. Haven't seen it. True Blood. Never seen it. And fuck it, I'll just say Harry Potter because they're the only three things I've seen her in. <laughs> she and Harry Potter. Yeah. Character. Petunia. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, Petunia. Um, yeah, she's the lady in the trailer who talks about the, the reckoning. Yes, 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 yes. For some reason, uh, I got her confused with Madame Hooch. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough, because she, uh, she looks more like Madame Hooch in the, in the Andor trailer than, than Aunt Petunia, so that's fair. Yeah. Um, and she's an old yeah. bitch. <laughs> Yes, yes, she is. I voted for Brexit. (laughs) You could so tell the the Dursleys voted for Brexit. Oh, totally. Yeah, not to be political or shit. Oh, no, you wouldn't do that, would you? No. No. Not on this podcast. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think it looks really great. I can't wait. I'm very excited. Uh, Next year is... is, Well, actually, sorry, later this year is going to be... very good. This will tie it, tie us over to to next year um, with more Star Wars cool stuff coming. Michael, Hello. what did you what did you think of the Andor trailer? Um, yeah, I liked it. It's probably not going to be my sought after Star Wars fix. I mean, it is an interesting uh, section where it's in between and roughly at the end of. Um, what the Empire was going to be. I mean, they did say this takes place like, like at the end end of this show, it it will be directly into what uh, Rogue One's going to be. Mm-hmm. So so it's going to be it's going to be that. So all for it. Like the the rise of the uh, Resistance. Uh, within the uh, Empire's rule, so it's going to have a lot of uh, rebel vibes as well. So hopefully, there's a lot of uh, cross uh, cross uh, crossing of the stories with that. Mm-hmm. And because um, there was actually a cameo of uh, of uh, uh, Chopper, the little, little android from uh, Rebels. Oh, was that Chopper? Yeah, there, there was like a chopper, like yeah, uh, cool. blink and you miss it um, cameo in Rogue, in yeah, Rogue and One. Or, or in Rogue, Rogue One. One. Oh, in yeah. Rogue One. Oh, yeah, sorry. Rogue One. No, I sorry. thought you meant the trailer. No, 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 not in this. Okay. There's, um, yeah, so maybe there's a little bit of a little bit of that as well because Chopper's easy because he's a, he's a droid, so mm-hmm. so that'll be cool if they. If they do a, look, a bit more t- tie-ins, but they got and Mothra, Mon Mothra, Mon Mothra. You know, yeah. <laughs> These names are stupid. Um, <laughs> that's why I hate Star Wars. Stupid names. Why don't they call her? I don't know, Sarah. <laughs> you know, Sarah, the the second female in Star Wars. <laughs> Remember that joke? In I uh, can't remember which it was in a, a Family Guy. Uh, no, I don't they, remember where they did um, Return of the Jedi, and they they do that scene 
where we get to see her for the first time, like talking to the um, the rebels and talking about the plan for getting uh, destroying the second Death Star, and, and Peter goes, "Wow, another girl! One, <laughs> it's like the second girl I've seen in Star Wars." And and Lois is playing Leia. Is going, "I don't like her." <laughs> <laughs> very <Wow>. funny <laughs> very no that is a good gag yes so jimmy smith oh in this show yeah maybe yeah very possible <laughs> he's gonna be in everything i like it <laughs> he just pops up. he just pops up everywhere yeah like, you know I'm, uh, you know i'm gonna be <laughs> yeah i'm okay with that yeah yeah because he pops up in, in, in something else as well so when are we going to be sitting down to watch this week to week Kendall yes well Andor uh, the first season I should say because it does have a season 2 that is already announced um, but that's old news um, season 1 of Andor will begin streaming on Disney Plus on the 31st of August so there's going to be two seasons two seasons and we yeah. don't know if Kenobi's going to have another season. I doubt it will. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Interesting. Well, we got to wait for Hugh McGregor to age another 10 years until we can do that sort of <laughs> uh, connective tissue. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. We don't need that. Because <laughs> then it'll be just like... But Eating its does, own tail. But why does... Yeah. Like, this why is does Star he, Wars you're talking about. I know. I know. <laughs> like, why doesn't he look like Alec Guinness? Because they're two separate actors, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll cop that. Um, <laughs> no, that's right. just a fictional person that would actually complain about that. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, you're not wrong. Um, it is Star Wars after all. So. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. It's very funny. How come the little girl who's playing Leia in, 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 in Kenobi doesn't look like Carrie Fisher? Maybe because she's a nine-year-old girl! All right. Anyway. Good. Anyway. Let's, okay. we'll, get, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, Cad Banth. Cad Bane? Cad Bane, yeah, Banth. Cad Bane, a lot of people complaining he doesn't look like the cartoon. He looks pretty fucking close. Nah, people don't like it. He's like, oh. no, it needs to be exactly like the cartoon. Oh, Star Wars fans, I love you and I loathe you. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got one more trailer to talk about. Yeah, speaking about um, getting a life. Speaking of reckonings, um, Zing, um, our third and final trailer this week is our first look at Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Ooh. Ooh. Also known as Mission Impossible 7. Um, this one has been in production for a long time, uh, suffered many COVID-related delays, uh, and it's... Uh, it recently got moved from this year to next year. So I don't know why we're getting a trailer now. Maybe because Top Gun Maverick just came out and they're wanting to ride the Tom Cruise hype train, um, even though it's 
not coming out in, for like another year. year. Yeah. Another year from now, at least. But anyway, that's fine. I'll take it. Because this looks really, really good. Like, it didn't really show us too much of a story about what, you know, kind of what it's going to be focusing on. I mean, sort of gave us glimpses here and there. But, um, but no, I'm, I'm very keen. Like, this is, this is the only, like, action film franchise that I watch, really. Like, I haven't seen the Bourne movies. I haven't seen, um, uh, what a... Well, I haven't seen the rest of the Fast and the Furious movies because I was like, I don't want to do that to myself. Um, Aww. And, ow. Um, but for some reason, I, I mean, I just, I'm a Tom Cruise fan. I will very much admit, judge me based on that, how you will. Um, and I, yeah, I don't know. I really like the Mission Impossible movies. I think they're just really, really cool. And I just really like the visuals of them and just how insane a lot of the stunt work is like, it's just fantastic. Um, so yeah, so I'm very excited to see this one. It's been four years as it stands since the last film, uh, mission impossible fallout came out, AKA, um, the reason Superman had a CGI lip, um, <laughs> in justice league, uh, just to bring that back up. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's good to see all the cast coming back, you know, um, Rebecca Ferguson, Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames, um, along with some new additions. We've got Vanessa Kirby in this one. Um, Hayley Atwell um, made me very happy to see her uh, a bunch in this trailer. And uh, and Pom Clementif, who is Mantis in the Guardians movies, or the MCU, I should say. Um, and it looks like she's playing a bit of a villain. So... Um, that made me happy too. So yeah, it looks, it just looks good. And I love that final like shot, um, of the, of, you know, with Tom Cruise in a, on a bike going over a cliff and then just the, you know, sort of POV bird's eye view sort of shot from above. I just, it kind of took my breath away for a second. Like I was like, Oh God. Take my breath away. <laughs> uh, Yep, didn't Speaking even do of that. Tom Cruise. Didn't even do that on purpose. Um, you're welcome. I'm here um, to make the connection. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, it looks it looks it looks really good. I'm just annoyed that we're getting a look of it now and not closer to the movie coming out because now it's like, ah, oh, okay. This is gonna be a very long hype train, isn't it? Good. Get him in early. Get him in early. Get him in early while it's fresh. Um, but yeah, looks looks great. Can't wait to see it. Um, Mike, did you have any thoughts on on this trailer? Are you a fan of the the series? Have you seen any of those movies? Um, I think I've seen one and a half. Mm-hmm. But I've fallen off Mission Impossible because um, action adventure. Yeah, I can take it or leave it. And it's probably something that I need to like rewatch if this is going to be the last one. Binge them all, see what happens. And is the mission really, imp- really that impossible? <laughs> if there's seven of them, <laughs> or is it so impossible that he it takes him seven tries to get it right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Fulia actually commented, "I'm pretty sure." I haven't watched a Tom Cruise movie ever, dot, dot, dot. Fulia. Wow. Wow. All right. Hang on. Okay, so you haven't seen Top Gun. You 
wouldn't have seen Interview with the Vampire. You haven't seen the um, Austin Powers uh, Three. Austin Powers Three. Yeah, that that <laughs> that kind of counts. You haven't seen Mission Impossible movies. You wouldn't have seen Vanilla Sky because you know that's a trippy film. Um, you haven't seen Jerry Maguire, really? Come yeah. on, lady. Come on. Or what about The Outsiders? Like a lot of people did that movie slash book during school. You hadn't seen The Outsiders? It's one of his earlier movies. Um, Risky Business. Anything? Tropic uh, Thunder. Tropic. Yeah, Tropic. Tropic Thunder. I don't know if Fulia would have seen Tropic Thunder. I don't know if that's her nah. cup, of, cup of tea. But he's great in Tropic Thunder. Um, Edge it's of not, Tomorrow. She says it's not on purpose, I swear. No, oh, no, okay. no, no. We, we, we're, trying, we're trying to figure out. Because he hasn't, he hasn't done any, like, kitty stuff. Like, animate. Animation. No, he hasn't really stuff. done anything that's kind of in Fulia's wheelhouse. What about Rock of Ages? Did you ever see Rock of Ages, Fulia? He's really good in that. Like, surprisingly. And that's more of a comedic role. Yeah. Minority Report. <laughs> um, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> I doubt she's seen that. <laughs> Rain, Rain Man? Have you seen Rain Man? Uh, definitely. Definitely haven't seen Rain Man. Definitely, definitely. definitely. No. no. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Shank it. Okay. That's uh, alright. You complete me. Uh... You complete me. Um, you had me at hello. You had me at hello. The Last Samurai is quite good. Yeah. War, War of the Worlds. Oh, yeah. I, I really like War of the Worlds. Night and Day is an action comedy with Cameron Diaz. That was, I, that was, that was oh, all right. Oh, I was close. Uh, she says, I watched the first 20 minutes of Tropic Thunder and turned it off. <laughs> now, does Tom Cruise... <laughs> <sighs> was he in that 20 minutes? I'm guessing he was. I feel like he would have been. Yeah. So so you lie, Fulia. You lie. You have seen it, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's basically unrecognisable. Yes. Basically. Beard, bald head, big fucking arms for some reason. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of a tank and he likes to dance. And, uh, and first, yeah. what first time watching Bill Hader as well in that film, without knowing um, it was Bill Hader. Oh yeah, he yeah, was, he's he was the assistant, assistant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of his earlier ones where he he was still mostly just on SNL. Yeah, yeah. I loved I love Tropic Thunder. I know it hasn't aged well for reasons. No, but, I think it I think it aged perfectly. But I think it's amazing. Sure, it is of its time, but it's also it's also self aware enough to actually, yeah, be um, uh, what's the word? It's self self aware enough to actually realize, okay, of course this is fucked up, but it's it's uh, the running commentary actually fits well for today. So, yeah, 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 dealing with racism as as well as. Um, representation and how how far you can go by being yeah. a narcissistic asshole it's and like, meth- you know what? acting and you, you know what i can dress up as a different different uh race i can have surgery <laughs> yeah to... and and just making and just making him australian is 
<laughs> it's just cherry on the cake. It's like, yeah, uh, uh, Australia has a weird history with race. We still haven't dealt with it. <laughs> no, all. we have. No, we haven't. <laughs> the way we should. So that makes um, sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. Look, you can't. Not to get. Not to sidebar with a Tropic Thunder analysis, but you definitely. You like as much as as an age well. You're right. Definitely, you can. You can defend it to a point where it's like, well, no, it's actually a commentary on, uh, you know, all, all these things. It's not, it's not just doing it just because it's a very smart comedy. Yeah. Um, it's a commentary on the industry that is Hollywood, really. Yeah. But it's, it's so of, good. It sort of goes right around, right around. It's like, yeah. You, you know what? Whitewashing is a problem. <laughs> I think if we didn't have Tropic Thunder, a lot of people would say. Scarlett Johansson playing Ghost in the Shell, really? Would people have spoken up about it? Yeah. So yeah. So it's Nothing. definitely it's definitely in the zeitgeist, and and all those people say, oh, you can't make Drop It Thunder nowadays. It's like, why would you? It's already been done. And yeah. um, Fulier also says, I've blocked it. Uh, I've blocked that movie out of my brain. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Yeah. It is. It's so funny. Oh God, I love it. Anyway. Um, so when are we going to be watch- watching <laughs> Mission Impossible? Yes. The reason why we're here. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, uh, is coming out in theatres next year on the 14th of July. So, a complete year. At 14, yeah, four, 13 and a half months from now. Yeah. We can we'll watch be, it. We can watch it. So that gives me plenty of time to watch the other six. Yeah, which I recommend. I think I will. You know, it's funny, though. I never thought Tom Cruise would be making Mission Impossible movies for, like, 25 years because that's how long this franchise has been going on. Yeah, I, re- I remember, like, the first couple. Yeah, they were great. Be- being a child, it's like, yeah, this one's set in Australia, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. And they filmed and, that here. And I think after that, it's like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no, I like them. I prefer the newer ones. Like, I got I got back into it with um, number four, uh, Ghost Protocol. I think that's number four. Yeah, Ghost Protocol, number four. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good one. That's, that's when they brought Jeremy Renner into it. Or unless he was in the number three and I forgot. But anyway, it's fine. That's enough. We have Mission Impossible. That's enough. Trailer Park. We're rolling on out because... No more. Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It is now that time. What? The moment. Oh. Sweet. The segment. Ha ha. Section. Mmm. Section of... The place. The part of the show we like to call Event Horizon. <laughs> We're talking about that, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, popcorn culture. Ah, you scared me. You scared me. Yeah, very scary. Now it smells in my studio because I crapped my pants. I'm not sorry. It's popcorn culture time, ladies you will and be. gentlemen. Will yes. I though? Yes, because this is smell-o-vision. 
This is Smell-O-Vision. Um, it's popcorn culture time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you we are. Have, we, have, we have arrived at um, the time of the show where, of course, we are going to discuss, with spoilers, just a heads up, the first two episodes of oh. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Kenobi! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, finally, it's here. Can't believe it. It's out. Ugh. Can't wait to get into this. Um, so, the lovely Fulia, who I'm sure is still watching. Hello. Um, had a, a little blurb to, mm. to say um, about her, her overall thoughts on the show. So, I'm just going to start by reading out that, and we'll just go from there. Um, Fulia says... In a galaxy far, far away, dot, 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 insert all the chills, yeah, all of the chills, uh, a pretty subtle but strong start to the series. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. The recap we got at the beginning of part one was a really nice reminder for those of us who hadn't, who either didn't have time to watch them again or, <laughs> just, could, or just couldn't be bothered. I love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> Previously on Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was great. That we were like off to the off to the races, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm having feels already." God damn it! They edited it together really nicely. Um, I thought. Uh, Fulia continues the emotional journey we go through with Obi Wan, where he lives a humble, quote unquote, normal life, was sad. But then seeing young Luke and Leia just made me smile. Not sure about the antagonist at the moment, Inquisitor Reva. She seems to be very narrow-minded about trying to catch Obi-Wan. We'll see what happens in the next episodes, I guess. I'm enjoying it so far. Well, that's mm. good for you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Very nice little nice little blurb. I appreciate that very much. Um, yeah. Well, my overall thoughts... Um, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to be able to view this critically because <laughs> this is like hitting the prequel nostalgia, like hardcore. And if, if my reaction to certain things from Bo- the Book of Boba Fett was anything to go by, I have a soft spot for the prequels um, that I didn't really realize existed <laughs> <laughs> until this year for some reason. So, uh, but yeah, but no, I, so I, I'll try and be critical, but um, I really. Like, I really liked this. I mean, yeah, I will say it was a bit of a um, subtle a subtle start. Like, it wasn't all guns blazing um, at the start of the show. But that's that's totally fine. I don't think that was the point. Um, but but it's just... I don't know. I think it's just... It's really good. It's really well made, of course. Um, it's just really nice to see Ewan McGregor again as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, that's just fantastic. He looks amazing still um, in the role. He still, he slipped right back into it perfectly for me. Um, I was very happy with him. Um, I like, you know, the brief glimpse of um, Uncle Owen we've gotten so far. Joel Edgerton doing a real good job with him. Very much capturing Owen from episode four, like very well. Um, so I, I was impressed with that. Um, and then just, yeah, exploring this like time between, you know, re- uh, Return of the Jedi and not Return of the Jedi, fuck. Revenge of the Sith. Um, and it's all right. 
everything's set between this period for some reason. Um, well, not everything, but a few things. Um, yeah, Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope, or Rogue One, really. Um, yeah, it's it's just it's it's really it's a really fascinating time, and it's nice that you know I you know mentioned before about how Andor looks like it's you know we're not really seeing Tatooine at all, um, but um, you know here obviously we're in Tatooine for most of Episode One mm. uh, and Episode Two a little bit, um, but yeah the fact that we're you know going out to other places, exploring a bit more of the galaxy um, is nice. Um, and yeah, before I hand over to you, Mike, I will just say I wasn't expecting to have an emotional reaction to seeing, um, a young Princess Leia. I mean, I didn't, I don't think anyone knew she was in the show. I don't think this, I don't think that was something that was public knowledge, um, before, cause I don't think I knew about it. Cause obviously in the trailer, they, they showed Luke, um, a young Luke, you know, playing around, um, and, uh, yeah, and a lot of, you know, there was talk about how Obi-Wan initially was going to be, you know, like a lone wolf and cub thing, like what Mandalorian turned into being. And so they went in a different direction, but you're, we're still kind of getting that vibe of, you know, the older wise, you know, guy and the young apprentice or the young, you know, companion, family member, whatever it is, what it word phrase you want to use, um, but my God, as soon as I clicked and realized who the girl was, I was just like, oh no, they're not. No, I just started, I just started crying. I was like, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is so good. And the, the young actress they've got um, playing young Leia is just perfect mm-hmm. in every way. She's very much doing such a great job of capturing not not only the essence of Carrie's performance as Leia, but like, you know, you can see Padme and you can see Anakin in her. Um, and obviously we get that kind of spelled out for us in the episode, uh, in episode two, but uh, I still really enjoyed it. And yeah, I'm just, it's just nice. There's a lot of feels. There's a lot of feels and I'm very happy about feels. So, and yeah, it was just good to see, um, yeah, Bail Organa again, Jimmy Smith's. Didn't, wasn't expecting him to come back, and and also just the fact that we're seeing Alderaan for the first time, yeah, prop, like properly live action Alderaan. Uh, that's nice. It's really, it's really, really nice. So yeah, I'm loving this show so far. Um, Mike, your kind of overall thoughts, takeaways? Yeah, Alderaan is such a beautiful place. Yeah. <sighs> Shame. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I hate that. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, oh, so that's what they blew up. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, I see why Leia really loved the place. Mm. Um, yeah, overall, uh, I I was really happy with it. Um, speaking of, uh, like, the first episode for Obi-Wan uh, for Kenobi and also Stranger Things, where... It could be said it was a little bit slow, but I think you're sort of, <clears throat> as an audience member, you're sort of getting used to where these characters are now because you haven't seen them in, yeah. in a while, mm-hmm. especially with Obi Wan. It's like, well, what did what does he do? Uh, what has he done? And what is he going to do within the the spans of 
was it 19 years in between uh, uh, in between between no, episode been... three and and well, I'm saying overall. Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, correct. Yeah, so yes. uh, over episode three and episode four. Yeah, now, sorry. Yeah. What does he do in in between? It turns out he's he's uh, living living where he is, and I'm really enjoying that he's uh, his character. Uh, a lot of people are sort of um, making the connection of where uh, a future, the future Luke is in uh, in um, in episode episode eight. Uh, yeah, and I can't remember the name. Damn, the uh, last Jedi. The last Jedi, and people say, "Oh, wait a minute, he's what? What? I can sort of see see the sort of um." Uh, a sort of, sort of a mirror image of a a Jedi, a really a really good trained Jedi is sort of going back into himself and trying to find himself. Yeah, that's a great point. And I love the fact that he he doesn't use the Force anymore. He's buried his his and Anakin's uh, lightsabers in in the desert. Fuck me, yeah. Where where he's sort of. He sort of stopped stopped everything. It's like he he has no place in the world. He he's essentially just being a butcher for the rest of his life, and he was happy to do that. But all of a sudden, he needs to be thrown into um into action. It's like, well, my my main goal is to make sure that Luke's okay. Yeah, make sure that's, Luke's that's his okay. job. Yeah, because that's what I got. Uh, that's the orders I got from Yoda, and and mm-hmm. sure, Leia's. Leia's going to be fine. He's with Jimmy Smith. <laughs> yes, she is. And and yeah, so ju- jumping back into it, it's it's uh, he's fine. He's finding a uh, a new lease in life, and you, you can probably see at the end that he has more more of a kin to make sure that Luke turns out to be who he is so i'm sort of ex- I'm, I'm expecting that he finds himself like in one with the force again and then we totally can get, and then we can get the cameo from from uh from uh jin yeah quite good jin yeah they say i'm going to teach you the ways of the force yeah i'm always the student and never the teacher at a certain point of view Hmm. So overall, I really enjoyed it, and just the introduction of uh, Leia as a nine-year-old girl, yeah, it got me in the feels as well. You know, little girl, <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, I'm living that life. You can <sighs> you can dress Zelda up as young Leia now. <laughs> well, she's got the long hair for it. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. I did dress her up as um. Uh, as a uh, as Ray, one time for yeah, Halloween. That's cool. Yeah, with the bun and everything, and the... yeah, so that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> so overall, I'm actually really, really liking this show and where where it's going, and yeah, Fulia, I'm sort of in the same boat. The protagonist is sort of need. I need to be more warm to that because I'm not really getting it at the moment. Do you mean antagonist? Yes. Yep. The bad guy. <laughs> the the actual bad guy. Mm. Raven. What? Did, 
Reva. Reva. That's yep. so Raven. Um, Reva. And and where she, yeah, she hasn't really sit well for me. Okay. At the, at, at the moment. Her okay. her her Yeah. Haven't worked her out yet. And ho- hopefully No, I have I have I have thoughts on her. Yeah. Um if we wanna just get into that. I suppose. Um because the show starts with Order sixty six. Like after the 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 previously on Star Wars um recap we get, um where we come upon the you know, the Jedi Temple and these younglings are being trained by a Jedi. Um and I was like, Oh god, really? Are we, <laughs> are we gonna show young younglings being killed again? Um but yeah, I I didn't get a good look at any of them because I was like, I was just really curious as to why we were being shown this. But then my thing, my theory that I have, Reva, that is like, Reva has to be connected somewhere. Like, I feel like she's one of these younglings. Because, yeah. like, we, we don't know how old those younglings were or how old she is. And it's sci fi, so fuck, you know, logic. Um, Say if she was like nine during Order sixty six, and it's ten years later, so she would. She'd be, be nineteen. So. I mean, yeah, I, I just, I just feel like they're showing us that, and I feel like as not to say that it's a basic kind of a storyline to tell with her. My theory is that like she's she holds Obi Wan responsible for her trauma because mm. because he failed Anakin, and there's some kind of twisted kind of sentiment amongst that because she knows Vader is Anakin Skywalker and she's, you know, she she actually, you know, says out loud in dialogue in episode two that, you know, she's wanting to capture Obi-Wan for Vader because apparently Vader is hunting Obi-Wan. And, um, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I, I just kind of... Because, like, I feel like she's she seems to have a bone to pick with Obi-Wan that's just not, it's not just, oh, because it's my job or it's my mission. I feel like it's, there's some, there's a history there that we haven't delved into. And I was like, well, well, if they're showing us these younglings in Order 66, like what, why? They haven't paid that off yet. And we're two episodes in, we've got four episodes to go. I feel like it's one of those younglings had to be Reva. Like that's what my brain did. Yeah. Um, I think that makes sense. What do you think about that? Does that track for you too? Yeah, I think so. It's just there, there's still more pieces to the puzzle. True. There. And and who know and who knew and who knows what and er- everything like. Uh, apparently, that is the big secret that Anakin is Darth Vader, and vice versa. Mm. Um, I thought only the Emperor knew. But it sort of makes sense that um, uh, Obi Wan didn't know because he left left Anakin on Mustafa um, to die, basically. So yeah, he just assumed he was dead. Yeah, and so and big uh, big wake up call, unfinished business. They're looking they're looking for you, and he probably and. Uh, just to get into the last shot 
Maybe Obi Wan. That's like the first time he's ever said his name in ten years. Yeah, probably. Like he's put it, he's put everything behind him, and now yeah. he now his past is actually creeping up on him, which I kind of like. And then because he said his name out loud, boom, <laughs> uh, eyes eyes open. In- yeah, that was. That was intense. I mean, that explains it because I feel like I can't remember. I couldn't remember who I talked to about it, but I remember having a discussion with someone about whether or not Obi-Wan knew Vader was Anakin. Um, You know, because obviously based on what Obi-Wan says to Luke in the prequels and, um, and all of that, and then just, you know, or knew that Anakin was still alive, like what point, you know, like... Because I think he knew. Because I think he knew that Vader was Anakin, um, in Revenge of the Sith. I feel. I, f- I feel like. But I don't know if that's I, for sure. I don't. Th- I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. Fair Otherwise, enough. it's just it's weird. I think they was just hi- hiding the the twins from the Emperor. I think that was it. Sure. And, and everyone thought he was dead. Yeah. yeah everyone thought. Uh, Anakin was dead because uh, Obi Wan told everyone. It's like, well, this happened to him, and he's probably still there, crisping up, <laughs> crisping up. Yes, and so um, and so just yeah. hiding the twins from the Emperor. And in in that case, uh, Obi Wan is basically holding information from everyone, including uh, including from Luke and Leia. I mean, you see see it in this where. Um, he almost said, "I knew your mum, but you're with your foster mum, but you don't know that she's your foster mum and and dad." So- no, I think no, I think she knows. I think she knows she's adopted. Mm. It's no, it's very much seemed that way in the episode. You know, the whole "you're not even a real Organa" thing with her cousin, and you know, I think they, I think it's common knowledge that yeah, she's adopted. She's adopted. Yeah, I suppose, but knowing, uh, knowing that who, who her parents are, he's not going to say say anything. No, she has no idea. Yeah, and that's, yeah, that made that that scene was like, like bittersweet, and it was really nice, and it was emotional, and I, I think I started crying again because I was just like, you oh, know, he's talking about Padme. For a, for a second, I thought thought he was going to be talking about Anakin. Like, 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 not paying attention and 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 going off into yeah. Different... I think there were there were hints at that. I think like bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like he knew he knows. Like that's Anakin's daughter. Like you know, yeah. he's acting. She's acting. You know, very similar in certain ways to the way he behaved. Um, you know, when he was he was being trained. Um, yeah, yeah. What? Why didn't you tell me, Ben? It's like, mm. <laughs> certain point of view. Yeah. Certain point of view. There should be a time and a place to actually divulge that, and that's probably why he lied. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because totally. Luke wasn't ready. No, no. But no, no. I reckon this is probably going to be um, more of a relationship between Obi-Wan and Leia 
because they didn't really Feels have that way. They didn't really have one in New Hope, and I reckon, I reckon um, Obi Wan sort of has a bit. Probably by the end of this season, Obi Wan will probably have a bit more respect for for Leia. It's like okay, she can pretty much hold herself. Being a princess, like a, a being a sheltered princess, I think, I think she's uh, more than capable to look after herself by the end of the season. I think, I think uh, it's not going to be the last time we're going to see little Leia, and so maybe when, not. And so when, uh, and when he takes uh, in New Hope, or when he takes uh, takes Luke on his epic quest and he sort of sees the fact that uh, they, they've saved Leia. It's like, okay, Luke is pretty much in good hands. So he's <laughs> so, so he says, okay, I'm done and slice and I've gone into the mystical world. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, so many emotions. Um, speaking of that, I do really like I did really like the point you made about how, and I and I felt it too when, um, when watching it about how this version of Obi Wan seems very much like Luke Luke in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Um. Very much, you know, they're they lost an apprentice that turned to the dark side, and they have just removed themselves from the Jedi way of life, from the Force, from and from the the galaxy, really. Um. So I just yeah I thought that was a very interesting parallel um, between Obi Wan and Luke um, yeah like I wasn't expecting him to be so already withdrawn um, from society but then at the same time he even says to Owen like you know when the time comes the boy must be trained you know like he so he still wants to like you mentioned you know he wants to guide Luke in the right step you know the, take to take the right steps like and i loved that um little easter egg reference to uh, a new hope and that um that like fight like fight fighter plane thing that he's like yeah flying around in a new hope and then like it turns out it was actually a gift from from <laughs> from obi-wan i thought that was really really like a really nice touch um and just a funny scene to have uh, and reason to have a Jawa, really. Um, mm-hmm. Why? Why not? That was that was a very amusing little scene. Um, yeah, but um, but no, it was yeah, just to yeah, very very interesting that they decided to take Obi Wan down. Or like he's already Ben Kenobi. He's not, you know, he's not Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, and the yeah, and the Inquisitors are very fascinating to me. Um, cause yeah, this is the first time you've been pretty much seeing Inquisitors. Yeah, I've never come across them before. Uh, this is my first time engaging with Inquisitors. And, yeah, they're very fascinating characters. Like, the fact that they, you know, I think that uh, they all form a Jedi. Is that the thing? Um, no. Or, uh, no? Like, Force-sensitive. Force oh, Force-sensitive. Not okay. necessarily uh, Jedi. Okay. So essentially, they they've been handpicked by the emperor to weed out all, like 
Force users and previous uh, Jedi's, mm-hmm. and and also in um, Row no sorry, I'm trying to think in Rebels that they were like looking for um, like uh, children who have the ability to be, to be Jedi's and they're and they take taking them to the Emperor or they're killing them at the same time so yeah yeah it's very um, it's a lot of parallels with um, uh, Inglorious Bastards where Mm. you've got a section of Nazis who are looking for Jewish people so it's sort of that parallel as well yeah yeah totally like you know like this the galaxy's Gestapo yeah. You know, in a way. Um, SS, yeah. Yeah, SS, yeah. Yeah, but no, they were, like, they were they were cool. Like, there's nothing huge to them. Like, I, like, I feel like I'm the only one that liked Reva, but I did I did find her a little bit, I don't know if whiny is the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, she was a, yeah. she, she was a bit, like, I don't know. Like, I kind of liked the Grand Inquisitor a lot. Um, like, he was fascinating to me. Um, and he's, you know, and the other guy that looks similar to him, but not similar. Um, they're very interesting. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like their some of their scenes on Tatooine were very, were very cool. Um, but yeah, just to jump to the end of episode two, you know, I was not expecting, um, the Grand Inquisitor to only be in two episodes. That we and, know. And now, well, he's. Very dead now. So I'm still umming and ahhing about that. Oh, are you? Mm. Okay, elaborate. Because that character does turn up in in Rebels. And is Rebels after this? Yes. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Uh, and not yes, um, big spoilers for Rebels. But that's he di- fine. But he dies in that. He dies in Rebels. Okay, so why is he dying in this? I don't know. Mm. That's why I went, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Are okay. you retconning or saying, heck, canonical, throw it out the window? Well, I mean, you know, this is Star Wars we're talking about, and they brought back Boba Fett and Darth Maul. So no one's really dead, but yeah. Okay, interesting. I didn't even consider that. But, but then sa- again, I haven't seen Rebels, so that wouldn't yeah, cross yeah, yeah. my so, brain. So a lot. So people who know that are sort of scratching their head. Is like, is it the same Inquisitor, or is it a different Inquisitor, or does he survive the the lightsaber in the gut? Because Qui Gon didn't. <laughs> Qui Gon did not. So it is to be seen. It does remain to be seen. Yes, 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 yes. But apparently she's going rogue. So yeah, yeah. Reva. Reva. Yeah, Reva has gone rogue. Um, she's rogue a one. Ro- she's a rogue one. <laughs> <laughs> she's a rogue one. She's a rogue one. Um, yeah. So I'm curious to see where that's all that's all gonna go. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else I really want to touch on. Like, I don't know. I'm just in love with 
young Leia, to be honest. Um, like all her stuff was just was just really cool. Um, and yeah, kind of interesting to see what her childhood was kind of like. Um, you know, having to you know do all the ceremonial stuff and like you know waving because she's royalty and all this and to have this you know cousin who's a bit of a douchebag um Hmm. was quite amusing um people have speculated that she's probably using the force to actually read his mind oh yeah (laughs) she is a powerful user She's a powerful user. Yeah. Without the ability of uh, of saying of saying, oh, she's she's just royalty. She's she's nothing really special, until you know. Mm. She starts flying in space. Until yeah. <laughs> but we won't talk about that, will we? What are you talking about? It's canon. Yeah, it's canon. It's got to make sense somehow. It's got to make sense. Um, yeah. I like I like the the sort of uh, parallel between Reva uh, uh, hunting down Obi Wan in the um, cargo hold is a bit like um, in uh, Return of the Jedi with Vader like stalking Luke mm. and then like <laughs> um, egg, egging him on. Saying, "Hey, I know stuff. You, you didn't know that your apprentice is still alive, didn't you?" <laughs> and stuff like that. I can't. Yeah. Like that. That's what... No, that was cool. Yeah. I can't. Can't like that. Yeah. What did you think about um, Kamal Nanjiani in this? Poor As... guy. Um, yeah. He. I say poor guy because because he went in he went uh, it, there was a lot of trouble for him to like getting a six pack and all that and he's done two things that hasn't required him to take off his shirt. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they JK Simmons him. Yes, they did. Getting so jacked, he and he wears a, wears a suit. Although, you know, Kamel bulking up makes a lot more sense than J.K. Simmons bulking up. But you know, true. But still, no shirt. <laughs> no shirt. No shirtless. Yeah, his character was a bit strange. Very much. And how. It's been ten years, and Jedi's are now. Are now a legend after ten years. A bit weird. Uh, and he decided, you know what? I'm a Jedi at the moment and conning people. Yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting, interesting character. And he's not dead, so he's probably turning up again. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, maybe. Um, I hope he becomes like a. A decent character, but I was a bit confused with with what was going to happen because it looked like they were setting it up for a double cross. Um, because you know you get there's this scene where uh, him and his little guy uh, sidekick find out you know who 
the guy they actually had was and that, you know, the Inquisitors are looking for him and there's a big reward and then they're, they're talking about, you know, the money they could get for him or whatever. But then, and then, so then when he appears to, to Obi-Wan later on and, like, tells him how to escape, basically, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop and there was going to be, like, a betrayal. Mm. But then it didn't happen. Like, he actually, you know... He, he pretended again to be a Jedi with Reva, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, he didn't, right through him. Yeah, he didn't betray everyone, which I found really interesting. And I'm, um, and I'm, yeah. and I'm was quite surprised that she didn't kill him for just yeah. being annoying. It's... Yeah, because she was like pretty happy to kill whoever or what, you know. She's a very, very angry lady, so. I can read your mind. I can read your mind. Yeah, so he was interesting. I mean, I do like the concept of, you know, post Revenge of the Sith having a uh, having a con con artist essentially pretend to be a, a a Jedi in order to exploit people for money. I thought that was a very interesting take. Um, but I, but actually getting people off world. Yeah, like kind, helping people, kind, kind of, of helping no, people, no, but, yeah, but kind not really. Noble, but yeah, like nefarious yeah. ways. Yeah, so maybe that kind of explains how at the end he just, you know, it's told like, Obi-Wan where to go. You're a real Jedi. I'm going to say, I'm going to help you because... I'm going to help you. I'm one of the, one of the only people that, that actually understands how important you are mm-hmm. because I'm pretending to be, <laughs> be a Jedi. I don't know. It's kind of like people dressing up as cops and helping out cops. I don't know. <laughs> Is that, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to help you guys. I don't wear hockey pants. I don't wear hockey pants. I don't know where <laughs> where that went. It's like that's, that's Batman. Fine. There we go. Batman. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know if I have too much else to really say because like not a lot really happens. It's just you know we meet meet certain characters and and uh, you know the plot is set up and off we go. Um, but I did love the way episode two ended with, cause I was, I'm like, you know, I mean, we've talked about it before on the show, but like how, how were they bringing Hayden Christensen in to this? Not just Vader, but Hayden Christensen, like Anakin, um, f- physically. Um, yeah. yeah. So I thought I really liked the way that it ended with just this kind of bombshell of, um, Obi-Wan realizing, you know, and finding out that Anakin's still alive and then cutting to, you hmm. know. That, like you mentioned earlier, the shot of Anakin in the tank, opening his eyes, and the camera just kind of coming out. Um, yeah, I'm sensing was... something. A sense that I have not sensed since, 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 Yeah, yeah. That was interesting. That was really interesting. Very well done. I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm very curious. As to where this is, is going to go. Because, you know, now Obi-Wan is taking Leia back to Alderaan. So, what else is going to happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. And then, yeah, maybe the, you know, Grand Inquisitor isn't actually dead. But he looked very dead. So, I just... I don't know. I'm confused. Well, he is an alien. He is an alien, yeah. Maybe he can right. move all these vital organs to one side, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's very special yeah 
Um, I got an idea. How about needles? Yeah, <laughs> that was that was random. Flea, I re- flea. flea. <laughs> recognized. I recognized him straight away. I was like, ah, oh, fleas in this. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So random. Just playing a you know a random Star Wars thug. Um, hired by Reva to kidnap Leia. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. Cool to see him. Yeah, what's the matter, McFly? <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good in Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, for his small little cameo. That's small fun. little cameo. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was, that was that was random. Did you did you like randomly seeing him there? I think I sort of knew, like there was a, oh, okay, like like he was just going to be in it for for a bit, for s- some reason, and then it's like yeah okay, I I think you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be the sole purpose of me watching this TV show, <laughs> but but I I enjoyed his uh, his little bit and yeah, just a little bit. He's only in the first two, so yeah, that's okay. Where where to from here? He's he's definitely dead now. Speaking of cameos, um, the one and only Timura Morrison um, in a little cameo at the start of episode two. Uh, He was uh, playing a very much disheveled clone trooper Mm. wearing 501st Legion armor. Um, I, I have heard that that was just a voice. And not his, his, actually him. No, it was definitely him. Yeah, with was... all, with all that beard. Oh, totally. Maybe I don't know. I'm but, googling it. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a good like little thing that has happened. It's like, well, yeah, he's he's around. He's probably they probably filmed him for like one day. Uh, it's like, hey, just wear this stuff and give yourself a beard, and then because it makes sense. Yeah, it's totally him. Yeah. Yeah, how do you think that's not him, man? Come on. I don't know. I thought it was just, you know, he was too busy with Boba Fett. Nah. I don't know. Nah. (laughs) No, it was D. Bradley Baker. It was D. (laughs) Bradley Baker. Yeah, D. Bradley Baker. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a really nice bit of world building. Um, Yeah. A nice nice little cameo. I mean, Star Wars was essentially a critique on the Vietnam War all the way then, and then yeah, and then of course uh, a lot of parallels with um, uh, Clone Wars with uh, the War on Terror, mm. mm-hmm. and, and also with this, it's also a little little bit of a commentary on uh, what we do with veterans. Yeah, I thought that was. Very poignant and accurate. Yeah, they come back home and then they can't really, they can't really live life, so they end up destitute, homeless, and everything in between, and just begging for money. Yeah, and I feel like that makes even more sense considering, you know, the clone these the clone troopers are clones and they all look the same. Like, I feel like there's even more of a kind of a sad extra sadness. Yeah. Um, to that. And it makes sense that Boba Fett always wears his helmet. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Because the Except stig- for... stigma 
around that. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um Yeah. No, I th- I think I've said all I need to I need to say. How any, got anything else you want to touch on before we wrap up? Um no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. It's gone too quick. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're one third of the way. I know. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it and I don't know where I don't know what's going to happen next. Mm, mhm. Uh me either. Yeah, the fire uh, uh, was it? They're doing another battle between him and, and between Obi Wan and and uh, Vader. Yeah, we're uh, get it. We're probably gonna get that in the last episode, I think. Yeah, that's gonna be intense. It's gonna be intense. It's going to be very gripping television. Ah. So not intense. Oregon, Oregon's going to be in a cave. <laughs> Making jokes, funny. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Hilarious. Well done. Yeah, uh, I, I watched a, a little bit of the um, celebrations, and uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of nice that um, it's people are more embraceive of Hayden Christensen now than they were back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's it's every all the kids like us. It's it's our generation that love the prequels. You know, that grew up with them. That has that nostalgia. I think, you know, we've kind of all gone. You know, okay, Hayden. It was not Hayden Christensen's fault. Um, <laughs> it was George Lucas's fault. Um, so I think I think we've kind of all grow just kind of have this empathy for him. Um, I think you know. I think it was because. George Lucas has a weird way of writing dialogue. Yes. Yes, he does. He has a weird way of writing dialogue and romance and uh, directing actors. Um, Why are you looking at me? Because I love you, but I'm so in love with you. No, I'm in love with you. <laughs> yeah, he can't. He Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't really write that, that stuff. Like he got the point across, but it wasn't done in the best way. Yeah. As a kid, I... Really, you know. I thought it was fine as a kid, but, and, but as I've gotten older, yeah. But watching it as an adult, it's like, oh, this is clunky as hell. <laughs> it really is. It's yeah. So it's not. It's yeah. I think it's us realizing that yeah, it's not Hayden Christensen's fault at all, and wanting the best for him because you know, when it comes down to it, I mean, Revenge of the Sith, like when it when it came down to the important moment you know on Mustafar with the two of them I think that was the best part of the whole prequels like it was so it was worth it I think to get to that point because that's fantastic storytelling yeah yeah Revenge of the Sith was amazing yeah, yeah. and and yeah and also um oh what was I going to say Something, something profound. <laughs> um, yeah, and also having watching like um, uh, Clone Wars as well, like the TV show. It's sort of it, it adds to the fact of uh, the relationship between Obi Wan and and Anakin. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, and if you just watch the movies alone, yeah, he's 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 kind of a whingy little <laughs> mongrel. 
<laughs> but so was Luke, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Luke was a bit a bit whiny when he started. Um no, that's a good point cuz like yeah, a lot of what what other fans will have watched Clone Wars and would have had even though it's not Hayden Christensen doing the voice, it's like, you know, it's connective it's, tissue. It's, it's, it's connective tissue. It's the same character and you're getting you're allowing him to be fleshed out more and to learn more about him and the dynamic with him and Obi-Wan. So I think, yeah. And Ahsoka as well. So yeah. Yeah. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. I'm thinking there's probably not going to be like an Ahsoka cameo. I doubt it. Maybe a line. I think that's probably going to be it. Yeah. If she's mentioned in dialogue, that'd be really cool. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if, if she'll get brought up. Yeah. I'll probably leave that to the Ahsoka series. Yeah, but I, if I hear either either Hayden or you uh, and say like talk about Ahsoka, I I'll lose my shit. <laughs> Cause I'll be like, oh my god, it's the live action referencing the animated. <laughs> wow. So that probably something along the lines is like uh, I failed you as I failed failed you as a Padawan, but even your Padawan, blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Padawan, Padawans. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not expecting like a redemption arc between between oh, Anakin and no, and Obi Wan. I mean, a bit too soon. <laughs> no, that's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. There's not gonna be any kind of yeah. But it's gonna be yeah. It's gonna be full on. What I'm really hoping, I want to put this out there in the in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, a reason. I think there's, I think they should set up a reason why the official last battle between um, uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader was so low key and low energy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know if they will, because I feel like that's just an unfortunate side effect of the way Star Wars kind of came out and the way the prequels eventuated and what, what happens in them, especially with, with the, the lightsaber duels. But, um, I think you may, I mean, yeah, sure. They might address it, but I don't, I don't think they will. Like, like I like the idea for that battle was between two powerful Jedis and, it, essentially, it was like a, a kendo sort sort of thing. Like you can't really yeah. show your hand too much, or else you know, shit happens. Mm-hmm. And and essentially, that is the first like lightsaber duel. And they they just yeah. add on from there, and how uh, the styles between like uh, Luke and Vader in the next next uh, ones sort of. Um, build upon that first one mm-hmm. like that's what and when he said uh when i'm uh last time i saw you i was but the learner now i am the master yeah that would be something to do with this quote-unquote <laughs> next matchup where where we're both we're both powerful we don't need to do this sort of thing yeah yeah i don't know very possibly. I just, I just like connective tissues. <laughs> oh yeah, connective tissues is fun. Yeah, so a line about Ahsoka and 
uh, a justification on how lame <laughs> the fight was compared to the other ones that we got. I mean, because <laughs> now our, our pre their previous fight was on Mustafar where they were just hacking at each other and it was sort of... And they were just getting tired by the end. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. I've got the high ground. Let's not do this shit anymore. It's like, you deny my power. <laughs> you underestimate my power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that fucking line. It's like, Anakin Palpatine is evil. In my opinion, the Jedi yeah. are evil. Look, look, as great as that ending is, the dialogue is not... The dialogue is the weak point of all the Star Wars movies that George Lucas wrote, I guess. I don't know. Or the prequels, anyway. It's the weakest part. Yeah. But yeah, I don't... I don't yeah. Especially because, yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into it. Um, <laughs> and, and also pa pa Padme. Um, I wasn't going to bring it up. Because it's, <laughs> it's the one fucking sore spot I really have about that movie. She lost the will to live. She so lost she... the will to live. She died of a broken heart and she named her kids Luke and Leia in the laziest fucking way. That one. <laughs> Imagine if it was supposed to be the other way around. That she said. And she 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 named yeah, she named the boy Leia and the girls Luke. Which was which? I can't tell the babies. I can't tell the babies. The... Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. There's like... The three-month-old babies are already born. Wow. <laughs> They're not newborns. I know what a newborn looks like. Yeah. Spingly little frog monsters that look like covered in clag. Covered in clay. Wow. Um, all what right. an image. I anyway. think what an image. I think that's a perfect image to end the show on. What do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Can't yes. wait for the next episode. Yes, can't See wait. See where we go. Yeah, very excited. Are we, um, get, are we getting a James L. Jones? I, I, we have to. Mm. There's no question. We have to. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not even. It's not even a question. It's, Yeah. The big question is when is when is Qui Gon showing up? Because that that'll happen. Last episode. Yeah. Um, oh, we forgot about the cameos of uh, C three PO and R two D two. Was that actually them? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. On Endor. Uh, on en uh, sorry. On um, Alderaan. Alderaan. Yeah. 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 That that was cool. Just brief. Brief. It's all you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. them. Cool. Oh, it's those guys. Yay. Thank you yeah. for the stream, Fulia says. Yeah, we're, we're hey, wrapping up now. We're wrapping up now. Yeah, um, thanks thanks for... Fulia has, uh, has bamfed in to say, hurry up, finish the stream. Thanks for watching, Fulia. I Thank hope you. I hope you feel better soon. I feel better now. Uh, well, speaking of Fulia, God before, before we go... go um, I, on her behalf, will plug the monthly at Winifred's. Yes. Um, because, yeah, new episode of the monthly came out during the week. Fulia and I discussed uh, the latest season of Lego Masters, season four, Lego Masters Australia. Um, all of our thoughts on that, favorite builds, favorite teams, challenges, all that goodness. 
um, with full spoilers for the winner. So please, if you're a Lego Masters Australia fan or a fan of Lego uh, and are interested in our thoughts, um, give it a look, give it a check out, see if it's any good. Um, I had a we had a we had a great time uh, with recording that episode. It was a really awesome awesome chat um so i'm very proud of it and very happy with it so go go listen i know mike you probably haven't because you haven't finished watching lego masters yet yeah uh, i haven't uh fully just said, said um uh, have you listened slash watched the recap uh recent episode of fat man beyond it i li- have i haven't i haven't i I've been busy all weekend and I literally only just saw it pop up on my, like the podcast version of it pop up on, on, on my phone this afternoon. So I'll be listening to that on the way to work in the morning. Um, so I'm very excited for their Obi-Wan Kenobi reactions. Um, that's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Middle-aged men just talking about Star Wars and how it does make sense. (laughs) We love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so go check out the monthly um and what not and yeah. we and we will be back next week to talk about obi-wan kenobi episode three so stay tuned for that um, yes 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 all right mike shall we wrap this thing up wrap it up fuzzball <laughs> wrap it up fuzzball nice and, and that, that was, was a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head on over to www.youtube.com slash Production. Yeah. Sure can do it. I've been in Kendall Richardson. And I've got a feeling. A bad feeling? This is where the fun begins. Hey! hey. I'm Michael Lister. Nice. Well, well, well played. And you just experienced... A podcast called Fred. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Have thank, enjoy. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Look, look after yourself and your mental health. Yes, and remember to eat beef. Mmm, Freddy lives. Loki dies. The doctor is in. And Obi-Wan is on a mission from God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, God is Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Jimmy Smith. What a legend. Yes. What a legend. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Thanks for watching. Yes. And...